Angie, why are you such a crybaby? No, I'm not. <laughs> you are a little bit. You are. It's okay. So am I. We're sensitive. <laughs> okay, I am over you guys. <laughs> why are we friends? Shimmy, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah. We do love each other. Hello and welcome back to the We Need to Talk podcast. I'm Sayona, and to the left of me we have Shelby. Hello, everybody. Angie, cute one with the glasses. And on the right I have Nicole. Hey. So we wanted to start off by saying thank you so much for everybody that has liked and shared and followed our post, our Instagram, it. everything. Um, we have had so much love and support. It is insane. And we can't be more thankful for everybody that have downloaded, subscribed. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. So like, we love you all. I wanted to start off by saying that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. If some of you may or may not know... Um, especially with the quarantine and self-isolating, it can sometimes get depressing and yep. leave you, you know, in your thoughts. And there's so much mental health issues such as depression, anxiety, stress, anything can be done with our mental health. So I wanted to start by saying, how is quarantine it's treating everyone? It's been a tough one. Um, I started quarantine with a job. Uh, like, honestly, a week into it, I lost my job. So it was rough. I've worked Every single day since I was like 16, 15, like I've always had a job. So when I got let go of, I was like, man. It's so, so that like, you know, getting laid off and stuff has happened to many people. So how did it, since, you know, you live on your own and you have to That's pay bills. And it's like I moved out two weeks or like a week and a half before the, the like shutdown hit. Yeah. So I, I was here on my own, like first time ever being on my own fully because before I lived with my, with a roommate, my brother. Um, but you know, I've, I've slowly kind of like, I kept busy. I bought a thousand piece puzzle that I'm still, <laughs> it's a lot, but, um, Shelby loves you, puzzles. <laughs> Shelby and her fucking puzzles. Um, but no, you know, I mean, I have you guys and I started out quarantine single and now I have a boyfriend. So and now you what? have a job as well. Oh, coming up a job. in all job, places. You man. You know, so there's place. always, there's a positive way we have yeah, to keep you know, going. Just, honestly, like. Keeping positive and like trying Definitely. to like see the light at the end of the tunnel and realize like just just keep pushing like honestly like it, don't. It, it, I, you know exactly the, the way, only way like, from here is up. One of the quotes that my mom told me was the you know God doesn't take anything away from me without giving you something better and that's really true. Just kind of always trying to stick with like that, that positive mindset. But it, it's been tough. It's been tough. But you know, I mean, things always kind of work out. So on its own, yeah. What, what about you guys? Um, How's been quarantine? I, I guess I know I still have the job I started with, but now I'm working from home. It's not the same amount of work I'm doing because I work events and events have been canceled or postponed. But the hospitality and like tourism business exactly. like, took a really big hit down here. I mean, exactly. anywhere, honestly. So we feel it, but luckily a lot of them got postponed to the to later this year. But I've just been reading a lot. Like, I've read six books on my seventh Damn book. It. I know. That's I've been, like, focused. Um, I've been taking care of, you know, looking Wait. into, like, skincare products and, you, you know, exercising. Just, like, taking, taking care of yourself. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I think I really needed a break from, from work, like, right? from work and from that same routine. routine. Like, you didn't, I didn't notice how much of a routine I was stuck in until the quarantine happened. And I'm like, damn, like, I always rush out of the house then I'm back by six from work and then I do this and like my day's over and then to do it again. So like, I feel like I've really it's, realized it's a, that like, 
I can't keep doing this shit. No, it's like a break yeah, from somebody it help it's me. A break from every your everyday routine. Exactly. In life. Um, I think that was a way kind of like, I mean, the way I, I, I'm a very big believer in the universe. So like, mm-hmm. I think that that's the way the universe is telling everyone, like, stay the fuck put. Like, you need to like, you know, what yep. about you guys, Shelby and Sayana? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I still have my job as well. Um, it did take a hit. Obviously, I think every job that yeah. is still open took a hit. Um, but I've been really just focusing on myself, trying to help my mental health because obviously there's some stuff that I do struggle with. Um, So I've been writing a lot. I write a lot with Angie. We We do posts um, on Tumblr and we have topics for each other. We try every, every week to write something at least um, like at least you know one one post a week. I think we try and keep we, it like that. We, we were doing we daily. <laughs> we were doing daily, but you know life life gets life ha- life happens. Yeah. But um, I think um, staying active is very helpful. Um, you guys need to keep busy because obviously during this time it's very, it's it's a lot. It's a lot, and um, you always have to find something, find a passion, find a hobby, find something that you like to do, or some discover something that. You never thought you would do like I anything. I also, shout out to my girl Shelby. She sells Monet. So if you need any <laughs> hair, skincare products, my girl at Shelby Mira. I don't know what it will let you know later, but um, all your products. This is the girl to go to. She will hook you up. I am not kidding. My little side hustler, my little grinder. Fucking love you, bitch. I ain't never gonna stop loving you, bitch. <laughs> But um, anyways, what I have been doing, I have started rollerblading again, which I got oh, into. Right, yeah. You love rollerblading. I love rollerblading so now good. because, you know, exercise isn't my favorite thing, but it has gotten me into it way more. Um, my brother was down here, so I got to hang out with my brother. I do have an obsession with him. Um, if I could be attached to his hip, I would be, but he would probably kill me. So that that's not going to happen. I wish. Goheen, I fucking you love you. You just have so much love. Um, I think that you as a human being have so much fucking love. These are the best compliments, really. And, you know, I've just been staying home, talking to people. You know, it's fun having a little a little thing on the side to talk to and quarantine. Ooh, I think I know who he is. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. We're low-key Eskimo no, sisters. But anyways. You started, you started um, out this quarantine going to school and, like, you graduated throughout this quarantine how how is that like graduating through quarantine was the worst thing ever i got my bachelor's degree in my bed okay this is not even cool i wanted to walk i wanted to take pictures and i had this damn virtual graduation that obviously i did not attend because i am not gonna wake up at freaking 9 a.m to get ready to be online no way but um it sucks that i didn't get to walk and but you know whatever it is what it is and, you know, shit happens in life. And like Angie said, you have to stay positive. And it, I'm still getting my diploma exactly. in the mail. And once this is over, we are having a damn graduation party. Hey, yeah, and getting we all graduated. Up. We're getting <laughs> yes. fucked up. And you're all invited. All my viewers and listeners who I love so much, like Nicole knows I invite everyone. Yes. You're all fucking invited. You know Just what? Letting I, think you know. I think it's crazy, like, that we've all had to get adjusted to, like, this new way of life. Like, imagine all the high schoolers, all the seniors. Like, go back to, think back on your senior year and like how much fun the last couple oh my of god months i know were. and like imagine the, you know the poor taken away that yeah. like that you know got prom taken away got graduation taken away but as bad as this is we all needed it agreed yeah this is also true yeah. yeah this is very you know, beneficial to everybody and it, it, it's for people that avoid taking accountability or 
whatever you're going through, like you have to deal with it. I yeah. definitely got to know myself more. Yeah, that's I really good. I, can, I learned I about myself. I can really say that, like the way we've been talking, like you have really actually like mm. been working on yourself a lot more. So much. I told you, know, you little by little, which you, I wouldn't have are. without yeah. this quarantine. Course, I wouldn't have. It gave you time. You I went through so in, much. You like were up in DC <laughs> for a while. Yeah. You know, so I think it it's did. good, but you know, like I think that one of the hardest parts is for people like to, as good as it was that people were broken off from their routines, is breaking off from your routine. You have more time to think. Yeah, so much time, time yourself, to think yep. that you, you, good good things and bad things can come from it because you you have more time to like to be in your own thoughts yeah, and that leads to depression and that yeah. leads to stress and anxiety and all these things that we're going to talk about today i wanted to start off with our first topic which is social anxiety can we just remember that the, you know this month of may is uh, mental, mental health, health awareness, awareness month, month yeah so, you know i think it's a really good topic to have and especially with quarantine and everything going on um, it's, 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 it's a topic that is very hard to talk about for a lot of people, but it definitely needs to be put out there because at one point or another, we all deal with it. So with social anxiety, Nicole and I don't really know much about that because we are very <laughs> outgoing people. <laughs> but no, I mean, I'm shy, but I don't get social anxiety. No. Yeah. yeah. So I don't really have anything to say about that, but what do you have to say? I mean, honestly, like... A good example is when I first moved out, like, I was used to my Publix. I was used to my Whole Foods, to my Target, whatever. And, like, when you say my, it's the ones that are around you and the ones you feel comfortable. Like, I felt comfortable going to those alone. But when I first moved out here, like, I was by myself. I was doing groceries and everything on my own. So, like, I was kind of like, oh, fuck. Like, I really, really hated going out there. Mm -hmm. And, like, I guess it's just getting comfortable in a new place. A new setting, yeah. And, like, having new people and, like, starting a new job because I just recently started one out like it's like not knowing where you're at like not knowing if you're lost or not knowing where something that you usually know is um I think that's that's one of my biggest things yeah I think um with me too I'm very like observant and aware of my surroundings so it's yeah. like even when I'm alone if I go to the mall like I feel uncomfortable because I'm like I don't know what to do. Like, I, I get, like... Yeah, it, it's, it's just kind of, like, it's weird. Sometimes it's like, I catch myself leaving. Like, I'll go, and yeah. I'll go to one store, and I'm like, I, ca I can't do this. Like, I need to go. Yeah. Like, I and feel like maybe I need someone with... I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just having that, that familiar person with you, like, venturing out into a new place, whether it's a store, whether it's a grocery store, whatever the case may be, having someone that you know makes you feel a little a bit little more comfortable. comfortable. Yeah. Um, and one of those uh, places is I, the gym, like... You know, going into the gym, it's like so awkward. Yeah, because especially like I feel like <laughs> when you go into a gym and you don't really know what you're doing and like starting off, it's it's it can give you anxiety. Yeah. So it's kind of like a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people. I, this is a personal, you know, opinion that a lot of people don't like going into the gym because of you not knowing what to do and like people being around you and people staring at you. Um, I have to. Problem? I have to go with my. Okay, so I used to go to the gym a lot. Um, but now I go to um, a place called Perform with my sister and her friend. And, and I have to go with her. If she doesn't go, then I'm like, oh, my God, should I go? Do I go by myself? But because I, I, I don't know what to do. But not to, like, uh, uh, speak over you, but do you think at one point you'll be able to or you you'll always need your sister? No, no, or, no. like, after 10, 15 times you can go alone? No, no, I think I can go by myself. I think it's just more of, like, being... By myself mm -hmm. makes me like I don't know what to do. Got it. Okay. I think it's like the first few times like I'm at somewhere like like there's the problem when I start like at first I'm like oh, 
fuck? Like, I don't want to be here. But, you know, after, like, getting used to, like, knowing where everything is and, like, mm-hmm. being able to walk around places, and I, I think I feel more comfortable. Um, like I said, me and Sayon have never really felt social anxiety. I mean, I could be a little shy, but I don't think I've ever been nervous to be in a new area. But if I can tell you guys something and some tips is you have to, like, make a list of what gives you social anxiety. I know you guys already said grocery stores, going to the gym, but you have to start with the easiest. So let's say you get social anxiety at the supermarket. Like, you start going to the supermarket, getting the hang of it. All right, move on to the next step, which would be the gym. You go to the gym, get comfortable with that. Next step would be a bar. And then you just kind of start working up the hierarchy. Like... But what about myself? Oh no, I could never. No, maybe you had a hard time. I really, you know what? What Angie does, what Angie does that I have never done is go to the movies by myself. I have, bro. I want to, but I can't. I I left early. (laughs) I will not go to the movies by myself on a Friday night. Now on a Tuesday morning, like Tuesday afternoon around noon, bro, you have the entire movie theater to yourself. I want to do that, but I love people. So I love people so much. I need somebody with me. I always have a friend to invite. I always have a friend to invite. Another shout out to my friends. Another thing I was going to say is like if you feel uncomfortable being in an area you could bring someone along like you know how Shelby says that she brings her sister and then Angie I know maybe you bring Clayton or you bring someone that you're comfortable so um, but like for example sorry go for it do you remember that one time we went to that doTERRA thing with with, to Luna like all the way in South Beach like the reason why I invited you is because I wanted to be there for my one of my good Um, friends and like support her but I didn't want to go alone. So I, I, I asked you yeah. to come with me. You know, so like, so I think that helps. Yeah, that like bringing helps. someone. Bringing someone. And that's what we, Shelby and I were yep. talking about earlier. That like having someone that you're familiar with definitely helps you. Be comfortable be in that comfortable. space. Yeah, of course. And somewhere, someone that you can, if you do have anxiety or get nervous, you can tell that person like, hey, I don't really feel comfortable right now. Can we step out? Someone who you trust and comfortable with so I wanted to ask something because since I am so extroverted and and I love being around people and new people and being social it just I literally live off of it (laughs) it is my it is my career anyways I have to you know talk to whoever whenever and um, it is just the way I am but I've been into situations where I don't know how to handle someone who is um, socially different, like is very introverted. Is like I don't want to be annoying and try to break them out of their shell. I don't want to be like, oh my gosh, like come hang out with me and my friends. What? How do I handle this? I think that I think that it's beneficial to have someone like you though, because when I hang out with you, I I think I get out of my shell more, and I'm I'm I try to be more outgoing yeah. and more open minded. So I think. Do you think a, I help you with that? I think you definitely. Do. And yeah. I, and I think I try Since to. High school. I think I try to tell you that as much as possible is that you do benefit me in many ways that you don't think you do. But I don't want to overstep. Like I don't want to be like, oh my god, no, meet these people right no. now. Because I, I feel like sometimes I do that. I don't think no. you do. I think like we know who you are as a person, and you're very. You have a very big heart, and you just want us to meet new people, have more friends because you like, you have a lot of friends. Me, Nicole, and Angie, on the other hand, we stick to a small group because mm-hmm. maybe of different situations we dealt with. But with you, it's like, okay, if Siona can be like this, maybe I can try. Like, I can be I think like that, that we all feel comfortable enough with you. That it's okay um, for me to bring other yeah. people around. But, like, I think that you are also very respectful in the sense, I mean, you are sensitive. So, like, sometimes if we tell you no, like, you'll get butt hurt. 
But you are respectful in the sense that you won't be too pushy. I I try to bring you guys like out of their shell. I mean, hey, if it wasn't for me, we Shelby wouldn't have been. Yeah, also show. true. Let's say just, that. Yes. You're welcome. But um, I no, I think <laughs> I, I think you know your boundaries. I think you know when to like. I think you know when you're you're overdoing it. So you know, okay, because I think we've had this conversation before where you want me to be around someone and I'm like, oh, I don't know, and then I kind of like, you know what? I'll do it. I'll do it. And then you're like, oh, yes. But, like, I don't think you're like, oh, Shelby, come on, please. Like, just come with me. Like, you're, you're not. Like, you don't overdo it at yeah. all. Yeah. No, I, I do like to invite you guys to meet new people. I think it's fun just because I have different friend groups. And um, I like to be with all of them at some point. You have so many fucking friends. <laughs> so <laughs> many <laughs> fucking friends. But, yeah. But like, so, no, sense, that's a good. Keep on doing you. No, like, that's good advice. that you are getting to in your head. Yeah. Um, but you are real. You're, like, not. Not to get, but like you're a really good friend. Like, yes, you are a pain in the ass because you are a fuck. So am I. Pain in the ass. But (laughs) Nicole, I'm also. Here comes the Scorpio. (laughs) Here comes the Scorpio butting in. Scorpio men, stay away from me. (laughs) No, but you are a good friend, and like I've told all of you, you you know, and like. You are the you're just always there and like you always want to help out people. Sometimes it can be good, sometimes it can be bad. Well, just let me know when it's bad. I'm just okay. glad you're we'll expressing try. this to her because you guys need this. Facts. <laughs> our friendship has come a long way. Um, I, I did want to start off um, our next topic with emotional abuse. Uh, things that are in relationships usually. This happens, you know, manipulation, um, gaslighting, PTSD. It's all in a whole yeah, big category. emotional abuse yeah. category yeah, with a relationship and a significant other. So how do you guys feel about that? These are all, like, really, really hard topics to talk about. Uh, you know, and, like, I just want to put that out that this is, as a disclaimer, these are our, our thoughts and our opinions and what we've been through is in personal experiences. So, you know, it's... It's just kind of... It's just us sharing our story. And obviously, everyone's story is different. So just take it as it goes. Have all three of you been in an emotional abusive or PTSD or gaslighting type of relationship? Yes. I have, yes. Angie? I have. No, but I've seen it very... I mean, she's... Yeah. So I'll be the opposite one that I have been the one that (laughs) that has been gaslighting. lighter. I think I'm the toxic (laughs) one in my past relationships, I will be honest. So I'll go last. But again, Um, uh, you, like, you owning up to your... Oh, yeah, definitely. I've done some bad shit. But, um, Um, so Angie, I think you should definitely... I, you don't have to my say followers, anything in no, detail. I mean, it's fine. My followers, you know, like, whoever is... I was in a really hard eight-year relationship. And uh, a lot and of the times... Time. A lot of the times... I remember one specific time, like, he knew I wanted a promise ring. I mean, I was, like, what, 13, 14, 15, maybe? And, like, I wanted a promise ring. And we broke up. And he sends me a picture of a promise ring. And then he was like, oh, my bad. I didn't mean to send you this. Uh, this was the ring I was going to get you. And then, like, like he did that. Looking back onto it, like, because him and I talked about it, I was like, why would you send me that? He's like, because I wanted you back. I never actually bought the ring, but I wanted you to think that I bought it so you would come back to me. So, like, at that point, I should have realized that it wasn't a, a, a healthy relationship, but I did keep it going for eight years. So, I mean, I definitely, <laughs> definitely learned my lesson. That was lesson. a long time. It it's was. okay. You we learned a lesson. Trust. You have grown you don't so much. How yeah. many times Tayona and Nicole both told me like he is not worth it. He's and a I was fucking just, shit. But I, I, I think was you need to learn again. for yourself. Like no, you're all yeah. you love uh, yes. your friends' influence, yeah. but you sometimes you just have to yeah, realize yeah. for yourself. It, yeah, it is but what it is. 
you know, and, and, and I mean, I've learned. I've learned. I'm in a good, healthy, happy relationship now, so Ooh. definitely learned. Wow, yeah, bro. fuck the past. Oh. Sorry. Okay. All right. Um. Uh, Shelves, <laughs> do you have anything to say? I do. I was in a two-year, too-long relationship. <laughs> I like that. Two years too long. <laughs> two years too long. Um, at first, I thought, like, oh, okay, I'm going to... I'm. I'm changing this. I think I'm, I'm more of a changing someone's... I like to change people. You want I to like feel to like you're making them better. Better. Okay. Same. And, and it, I do it so much where it's... I think it's a problem. A, a really big problem. But I was with this person for two years and um, emotionally abused, physically, all of the above. Um, it was a lot. And I didn't tell anybody. I didn't... I, for a long time, it was just me dealing with it by myself. I want to ask, why didn't you tell anyone? Like, did you not feel comfortable with your friends at the time, your family members? Or I actually mentioned it to one of my friends because she was dealing with the same thing. But no, nobody else, because I come off as like, oh, I'm super strong. And if, if I'm dealing with something that doesn't make me strong, I don't want anybody to know. I'm like, I'm this person, so I'm going to stick with being that person, and I won't let anybody know what I'm dealing with separately. So- Question at what advice do you have for girls that are going through that that are in this type of relationship? I don't want to tell anybody, just like you weren't. Yeah, like what advice do you have for that since you've been through it? You know, you're the best Um, one to ask. Definitely, definitely talk to whoever you feel comfortable. You have to be open. Yeah, you have to let it out because it makes you miserable. I was a miserable person, I was a bitch to everybody. I was unhappy with myself, with everybody else. I took out my anger on everybody else. It was just like a, a two years, like, really bad place. If you knew me, you'd be like, oh, hell. <laughs> well, oh, hell no. Listen, stop, stop me if I'm, if I'm getting too personal, but um, we don't, you don't have to obviously answer this. But it, it did get to the point where it had to be stopped um, through like uh, paperwork and things like that? Like it had to be stopped through like a police order and things like that? It got to that point? Um, if you want to talk about it, you don't have to. <laughs> you definitely don't have to talk about that. It just got too too serious to where, yeah, there had to be an end to it. I had to move forward with my life. Um, it, it just became too much where one person just can't deal with it. And luckily I was able to open up to my sister and, and okay. a lot of other people. And where I was like, like whoa, for two years I was dealing with this, it, it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. I think that whoever is dealing with it, and like if you're a listener and you are dealing with it, you know, just try and have at least one person you feel comfortable talking to. Um, it's, it's very important that we communicate. Yeah. Like, communi- it, it took as, a long time. As, the, as corny as it yeah. sounds, communication yeah. is... And important. definitely notice the red flags. Those little red flags are so important. And don't you think don't, they're orange. You think, <laughs> yes. you think that you can change a person, and I'm sure every girl is really, uh, it, it can relate to this, but you think you can change a person, but you can't. So don't think you can change a person because they are the way that they are, and you deserve way better. I... I saw it from someone. It's never happened to me, but I saw it. Like on my the co exactly. My coworker went through it, and I'm really close to that coworker, so I saw it firsthand. And she went through it for about, I want to say, nine months. And what she would tell me would be so obvious to me. I know she had to realize it at one point to herself. And I would 
tell her and tell her, you know, I see this, this, and that, but it, it really, it's really up to you. Like, you can tell that person as much as they want, but until they realize, yeah, that's when themselves. things will change. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that he, he was like a really big liar, yeah. And he would make her think she's lying when she has oh proof that he's lying. So now she's crazy. Gaslighting. It, it was it's straight exactly, up gaslighting. That's exactly what it was. Yep. And they make you think like you're you're crazy. You're like the crazy you're, one. And no. It's like, no, 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 and I'm right. She, you know, when she was with him, uh, she lost one of her good friends, and it. I feel like he was trying to isolate her from her friends and her family and make it all about him but he wasn't about it was such a confusing relationship where she was all in and you it seemed like he was all in but then when she would tell me the story I'd be like huh he seems like a liar you should leave him whatever ended she ended up leaving him she's at a she's in a better place now and I think when it comes to those situations you have to go through it it sounds horrible but like you have to go through it to see what it is and then you won't go through it again sometimes it takes you have to learn from it. You have it. to learn from it. But I'm going to piggyback off what Nicole said, is that um, they want to make you feel like you're in the wrong. They want to yeah. control who you're friends with, what you're doing at all times. And that's what was a big part with me, is that I was always told my friends are bad. Really? My, oh, my God. You have no idea. My friends are this. My friends are that. And he, like you don't know who my friends are because you don't give them the time of day. But you want to project your insecurities on me. Yeah. What you're doing mm-hmm. on me. In reality, you're doing it. So it was really, 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 really toxic. So I'm just going to go into um, emotional abuse is, is hard to recognize. It is. Because you spend your time trying to figure out maybe I'm doing something. Like putting yourself in their you, shoes. You put yourself in the wrong. Like you think you're the one that's in the wrong. You think that you're... You're the one that's that's fucking up. That that is it's crazy. Like I mean, yep. it's truly true. I think when those situations, you have to ask yourself: Is this? Am I happy doing this, or mm-hmm. am I trying to make them happy? You know, um, I was like when I was in that position. I because I was so young because it was such a long relationship. Like I was like, you know what? One day it'll all be worth it, and it's mm-hmm. we're gonna live that happy life. We're gonna be sitting on a porch watching our kids, looking back at it. Mm-hmm. And I was crazy. No, no, trust your gut. Like I think really trust yes. your gut. <laughs> and definitely, I read this quote. It's it says, "Go through what you grow through," and it really uh, spoke volumes to me definitely grow through everything that you're going through and as long as you learn from it and as long as you see the red flags and you see what this person did to you and how they manipulated you and how they gaslighted you you know and how they were so emotional with you and what they did to you you will you'll learn your lesson you know you won't do this with the next person and just just learn from it you know I think I mean kind of going off what you were saying like fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me like you have that one time to learn and you should learn from it and mm-hmm. see the signs and it's not your fault. But on the second time, you should be able to see all those signs that you learned yeah. from the first time and be better than that. Yeah, you yeah. Know. yeah. I think you, um, when you notice that your significant other or even friends in general, it doesn't have to be a relationship, when you realize they're putting you down, name calling, like you need to, that should be a red flag to you um, to show that this person is toxic. They're they're trying to put you down because of their insecurities, and you guys need to 
be aware of that. You definitely are really good. I'm sorry. You're definitely really good at observing people yeah. and seeing. Like, I think you guys all are pretty good at observing you, especially Nicole. You Nicole. too. Like, <laughs> you literally observe things and are like, no, this person is this way. I'm not like that at all. Like, I don't try to see the good in people. So I'm so. <laughs> likes to give everyone the benefit of the doubt after they fucked her yes. over three times. It's like, no, bitch. No, listen you're a good to person. <laughs> but definitely pay attention because you're Shelby too. Shelby's so freaking observative. Yes. Like, she's so... I don't even know if that's a word. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm a journalism major. What's wrong with me? But she's very good at observing people and noticing the little details. And I'm just... I'm not, you know? And so you guys teach me that. You teach me how to be more observative. Um, so I wanted to talk about the way that I have um, gaslighted my ex-boyfriend. You've been, so hold on, hold on. Hold on, for our listeners, I want them to kind of really gauge. So Shelby and I had, we were kind of the ones that we were getting Abused or and I mean gas lit I guess gaslit gaslit that's a good one I like that it word like it's a good thing uh, no it's it not a good like thing, good thing. Guys, this is a serious matter stop it and right it now it sounds like a good thing Nicole has seen it on the sidelines and then Siona has been the doer so she has been the one that has Nicole likes to say damage. I've been the toxic one in the you relationship in our friendship shut up. <laughs> Oh. Um, That's a whole I can time. be petty. Okay. I can yes. I can be the gas lighter. Messy. Yeah. I have all the fuel, all the gas, and I just fucking light it, you know. Um, but it's seriously like I the the first step is is knowing and uh, is uh, admitting and seeing you're wrong. And I have done wrong with my exes, um, not my ex, the recent one. No, no, no. That was all his fault. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but <laughs> the one before that and the one before that, um, I have definitely, they've caught me in a lie that I've done and things that things that I've done that are really bad. And I have made it seem like it is their fault. And I am super guilty of that. And as a person that is not the victim, I will say it's very easy for us to be like, okay, no, it's your fault. Like, why are you the one that's acting crazy when it's really not? It's not you. So I, I have learned from it. I have gotten better from it. I promise future husband, future boyfriend, if you are out there, I will love you. Run. You have run. I will never hurt you. Run from her. This is do the past. Don't I had do to it. let it out of my system. Don't. Don't do it. I'm guys. sorry. I'm sorry to my exes. I'm sorry to my past relationships. Is it too late now to say sorry? Okay, but seriously. You like, ain't got time for that. I will not do can this I, again. I have learned but, my lesson. Okay, can I? I want to ask Mer, yeah. why have you done it? Like, do you? Yes, do, agreed. I, I, you know let why? Me, let me. Let me. I'll ask, tell you right let now. Me finish this. Okay, <laughs> tell us. Right you, now. I need to. Do you do it because you want to make yourself feel better about you being wrong, or do you do it because you want to make that person feel shitty? Or I mean, I like wrong. to do it because if I get caught. I don't want to freaking be caught. I don't want to be caught. Okay, but I don't want to be the bad guy. So I will make it seem like it is your fault. I've done that before, but I've made it seem like it's. I've been caught, and I've been like, no, what the fuck? What did you do that made me do this? Yeah. Like it is you. It's all you. And they have they have totally been like, damn, it is me. I'm Classic sorry, baby. I've been. I have you been, need someone. And Nicole like thinks I did out. it to our friendship. Jesus. Go ahead, Nicole. Say what you want to say. Did. What but you do? What? What did but I you do? do? You do. You do you, do it. To, you make it seem like I'm not. I'm trying. To, I'm not trying to argue. No, I won't. I love you. I love okay, you. but you have made it seem like it's our fault. And some and quick, quick little recap. 
We went to Texas together. Your man got involved. Mm. Somehow it was our fault that your man got involved. Not Listen, your man was whack. And you're not even with him anymore. So like you could have lost a whole ass friendship, that's friendship been over him. Years. I know. But honestly, Nicole, you should have told me about the damn Uber rides. <laughs> Bye. You didn't do that. You <laughs> didn't tell me about that. That was your this fault. Time. You just decided to act different with me. Let me, let me, let me be Switzerland over here and play neutral. And like we, Nicole, Nicole and I, because I do, I was part of Nicole. We were wrong and not communicating, but Sayona was also wrong in like. No, but that was, that was my, that wasn't. That was the person who I was in a relationship, yeah. but he shouldn't have gotten involved. I'm sorry for that. No, okay. that's bad. Okay, that's fine. But I just wish right. that Nicole. Anyways, Moving communication. On. Communication <laughs> is key, you guys. Communi- but honestly, so yes, I just basically to to just end off this topic, I have been the one to gaslight and I have been the one to lie and be the manipulative one. And I'm sorry. Okay. And I won't do this I again. Have questions though. Since I know how it feels. How would you feel if someone were to call you out? Would you still like deny it and stick to your like your truth? Quite, wait, to, like, what do you mean, Angie? Like, like to this day, like if what those men, no, if the, if the, the man, if like your significant other were to call you and be like, "Yo, like you're like you're making me seem like I'm crazy," what would you do? Like who though? Like any, you're, any, you're, just I don't know any, any man that you're any, talking to. Anyone, like put yourself in in the position that you you were in the past, uh-huh. and like if any of the men, several men. <laughs> You've done it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fight. Like, no, Fight. shut up, Shelves. Shut up. No. I'm going to kill this bitch. Uh, um, what? But, like, in, if any of the men that, you, whatever, were to call You're you out. You're trying to start a fight right Can now. You, not? you are. Were to call you out. Mm-hmm. How would you respond to that? No, at this point in my life, I, I, I do like to admit my wrongs, and I have right. been wrong. So you and I have fucked up. <laughs> I'm so sorry, okay? I'm a little tipsy right now, and I'm just like, I'm just kidding. He's in a really healthy relationship. I love you guys so much. Please get married. Um, oh, anyways. G- um, are you going to answer the question? <laughs> yes. Okay. So I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. How would you, how would you react? I would definitely, <laughs> I would, I would admit it. Yeah. I would admit it. I'm sorry. And I'm a better person okay. now. All right. So it's, it's a part of growth. Yes. Definitely. And for my future, future relationship, future husband, future boyfriend, I, I won't do you wrong. <laughs> That's it. So to okay. pretty much finish the mental health podcast and mm-hmm. the whole topic, we wanted to talk about some healthy coping mechanisms that we've been doing in this quarantine. We've done in the past, and I guess we'll continue doing it because it just has helped us yeah, I mean, keep sane. Uh, South Florida is about to be done, but we're still, you know, I, I feel like life will not be the same after this quarantine. Like, it, it just... It's going to be a new norm. You know, people are staying away. Every time you sneeze, everyone's going to look at you like, bitch, you got corona or not? <laughs> Word. You know? <laughs> so, um, I mean, how have you been handling it, Nicole or Shelby or Sayona? Uh, okay. Uh, writing. Writing, 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 very important. Expressing how you feel or communication in, in general with your friends, with whoever, family. Um, staying active. Definitely. I, I've been reading, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, I've been reading a lot. I've been exercising, even if it's running, uh, just doing some squats at the end of the stairs. Just, it helps me. I've been cleaning my room. I think cleaning your room really, like, it helps you put everything in order. Like, when your room or your house or your kitchen, anything you clean is in order, you feel like, you know, I have my shit together. So... Cleaning my room, cleaning the kitchen, anything I just like that. Also, point out that you did paint your room, so maybe kind of changing oh, right. something around, like 
redoing maybe yeah. not such a, a different painting, space but mm-hmm. like definitely organizing redoing so your room. i used to have a very salmony yeah. bright corally peach colored room and it was just very loud so during this time i painted it i want to say like an icy white and it's i know oh you icy i'm icy like that <laughs> so it, it's brought a lot of peace so yeah just Changing things around the house that I've always wanted to do, but I've never had time to. I sometimes give myself like a mini facial. I scrub my face, put the serum, Mm -hmm. put the cream, put the toner on. It makes me feel better. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel pretty. You know, I feel like it's on fleek, bitch. Thanks. I do do remember you saying that you've been working from home. Is this something that, you know, it's it's something new for a lot of people. Um, Would you keep on doing it? Would you I think, like it? I think working from home, like I said, I, ju- I was stuck in such a routine of waking up, working out, or eating breakfast, and then going to work, coming out of work, coming home. Like, I was stuck in such a routine. Do you think that from this, that you should switch it up? Like, do shit differently? Because you were stuck in such a routine that you need yeah. to, like, enjoy, like, not stick to a certain schedule? Yes. I think... I, I don't even think I'm the only one, but I just think from working from home has given me just like more time to do. I'm not stuck in the office and like, you know, when I'm done at 12, I'm now like finding stuff to do. Okay, let me reorganize my paperwork. Let me do this. Like I actually, you know, let me paint my room. Let me give myself a facial. I just feel like working from home has really brought to my attention that there's no need for an office. Sometimes you get stuck in the office and you get yeah. tired of like those same people. Lifestyle. Yeah, and you get tired of the same people and you get... It's it's just it's it could be toxic. I feel so. But honestly, Nicole, like I feel like I wish I had more of a routine. Like I wish I was more like you because for me, it's like mm-hmm. I don't have a routine. I wake up whenever I do whatever whatever I feel like doing that day. And I Shelby, told you this. Shelby has been telling me this all the time. How like what that's advice do you have for somebody to get into a routine I that's used to waking up late, that's used to doing whatever I mean, life is that day? I've you always know? been very self disciplined. So I think yes. if you wake up at 9 or 12, like at this point, it doesn't matter. It's this, Everything's the same. So like if you wake up at 9 or you wake up at 12, maybe you shouldn't just jump out of bed. Maybe you should just like chill, stretch a little bit. I read sometimes. But what is some advice that you would give for somebody that wants to be more? How do I like get my I, mind to be more disciplined, I you think know? You have to want it. Listen like, to your fucking mind. Yeah, like I know, I know it sounds so simple. Want it? Want it? But you have to like, want it. You have to want to that the point discipline. Where you're willing to change your yourself. If you yeah. see something's wrong, you have to want it enough that you'll change it. So that comes that, within. I yeah. think I think that's your problem. It's like you know what you have to do, but like you're you're not there yet. Like mm-hmm. wake up at nine, stay in bed a little bit, read, write, work get up, out, shower, yeah. meditate. Mm-hmm. You need to stick. You need to. I think you're just so, which is not a problem, but if you want to get back into the real world, Mm because we're going to go back into the real world, have a a scheduler, make shit happen where you feel productive in in your day. Yeah, definitely. I do want to get better at that. I can help you. Nicole's so good. (laughs) No, I think... (laughs) (laughs) She's so good at this. Freaking Meg over here. It's all in the tongue. Am I right? It is all in the tongue. I can't wait for that episode when we talk about the tongue. No, explain it. (laughs) This is mental health. What? The tongue thing? You have to take your tongue. You have to really push your tongue out. (laughs) (laughs) See, Sayona sounds like she's about to vomit. Your your tongue's not out. (laughs) 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 
That's fine. <laughs> Why did you make that noise? I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Listen. Well, Honestly, what are what are your coping mechanisms when you're depressed? When you're when it sad? Comes, okay, when so you're I, in your head, what I do you do? I get into my head a lot as a Virgo, as a girl, as Siona. Um, <laughs> I have I, I get into my head a lot with depression, anxiety, stress. This is all things that are very that are very common to me. Um, what I do like to do is I love when I'm going rollerblading. I like to go during sunset because you know Angie got me into sunset. So you guys should sunset check out her Instagram. It's all wind. sunsets. Um, but it really got me into listening to music, putting my headphones on, just getting in my blades and just riding. Even though I'm not the best at rollerblading, I will go and I can go for hours just listening to my music and being in my head. And it makes being me feel I have an being idea. in the moment. Some type I of have comfort. An idea. Yeah. What about working on a playlist for your, your sunset uh, rollerblade? Yeah, no, I have a couple. Like, I usually but just like, do. Create whatever. your own. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, I love creating playlists. Yeah. My playlist no, are wrong. I know. We so, know. So maybe, maybe like I throughout the day. I got a sex playlist. I got a, I got a gym playlist. I got a playlist so just for I... the mind. Oh, God. Okay, <laughs> so maybe throughout the day, like maybe like, okay, like let's say today's Monday. You wake up and you know you want to rollerblade later. Set that intention. Write it down and like, okay, today I'm going to rollerblade at nine or whatever, six, seven, whatever the, the, the time may be. And then create a playlist. Like Yeah, you definitely. Know, I, I don't know. Just kind of. Maybe do your day around, create your day around you. Going it is all about self-discipline. Routine, I know it yeah, sounds so corny, no, but it like, is. You're right. It's a mindset. It's all about exactly. It's a mindset. You have to want it, and you put you're, your mind you, to it. You're completely right. Nicole, um, what about you, Shelby? How do you like? How do you cope with like? She said writing. Yeah, oh, right. yeah. Like it's definitely right. writing, working that. out, self-discipline. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely. So I wanted to just end it off by saying it is talk to whoever that is close to you, a friend, your mom, a family member. Maybe it, even write things down. Write Sorry. it down. Like, Sorry, let me like feel? let me just point this. Let me Shelby and I like we're writing on Tumblr and like I'd rather like maybe fine. You don't have someone you feel comfortable enough with saying like maybe, you know, whatever friend, family member, maybe Tumblr or find a blog that you can just write it out. Sometimes I feel better writing it out and like putting it out onto the internet and whoever the fuck reads it, whoever is, whoever is reads it. Like I'd yeah. rather have that than... But also what is common that people don't really go after because they think it's either weird or they just don't feel comfortable. I've heard, I haven't done this personally, but therapy is a good thing to do. It is someone that won't, ha- that doesn't have a biased opinion. Someone that is uh, some completely out of, no one that you know, you know, and it is a very good thing to do. And I've heard from a lot of people. So with that being said, uh, I wanted to point out the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It is 1-800-273-8255. Just to repeat it, it is 1-800-273-8255. And if anyone needs somebody to talk to, it is a great lifeline to just call, just to talk to somebody because you're not alone and never forget that you are not alone. So if you guys would like, please subscribe to us. We are on uh, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and Google Play. And our Instagram handle Wait, is we need to talk underscore pod. Yes, and on Spotify. It's we need to talk underscore pod. So please follow us. We appreciate everything that you guys do. And we also wanted to give a quick shout out to Tribe Talk Podcast. They are, we are with Five Star Production. You guys are amazing. Thank you for all that you do. 
Clay, I love you. Rob, all you guys are the best. And thank you so much for all the love and the follows. You guys are Thanks, amazing. Thanks, guys. Please help each other See out. See you next Wednesday. Talk to somebody. Woo. Mental health. Woo. Love yourself, girl. And nobody like will. If you guys have any questions, feel free to DM any of us, the podcast. Follow me on Instagram, Sayona.xox. Why are you so annoying? <laughs> okay. Why are you so annoying? This is our friendship, you guys. Always talk. Always talk. Communication is key, everyone. I love you. I love you. Spread love. Spread love. Shelby, I love you. I was just about to say that. Oh my gosh, we're so insane. I think we're meant. I think we should date. Pisces and Virgo love story. We're in a relationship. Pisces, Virgo, Cancer, love story. It's all a love story. Scorpio, love story. This has been another five-star production.